The following episode of the Hop Nation USA podcast is brought to you by Tavor. Tavor, a craft beer delivery service that makes it so easy to get a new world-class beer delivered right to your door. This Seattle-based company works with the best independent breweries around the world. Seriously, with Tavor, the ability to choose the beer is the best part. Download their iPhone or Android app today and try it out. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children over the age of 21, it's the Hop Nation USA podcast. I really feel that we need to have some sort of music in there. Yeah, you'd think. Like some, some <laughs> sort of, not necessarily circus music. No, you're thinking more Johnny Carson Tonight Show. Yeah. No, no. What if we have some sort of like Ghost of Bob Hope with a nine iron come out? <laughs> I feel that would also be appropriate. <laughs> Uh, don't, sure. Don't like the troops. <laughs> sure. I don't have a good Bob Hope joke after this one, I'll be honest. Mm, I don't think Bob Hope had any good jokes either. Ooh. Uh, hot takes. <laughs> anyway, uh, as uh, it's already been announced, we are the Hop Nation USA podcast, and this is episode 40. We are officially middle-aged. And you're listening to uh, Steve and Adam. Hello. Yes. I'm Steve. I'm Adam. da 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 <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we're we don't, we're San Sam, San Sam, Sam Sam. <laughs> so, so it, it, the way we had that introduction, I'm I'm Steve, I'm Adam. I felt like that we should have followed up with the Smothers Brothers. Yeah, no, we're the Smothers Brothers. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> this just turned into a terrible laugh-in. <laughs> we heard referencing shit that was not. <laughs> Our parents wouldn't get it. It's too old. I know. <laughs> My parents would get it, but it's like we weren't even born. <laughs> I don't know what we're, what audience we're trying to appeal to. Uh, that's why you got to get that Medicaid money. <laughs> that's how we're getting sponsorship, Medicaid. This episode of the Hop Nation USA is sponsored by WAARP. <laughs> Do shit before you die. And Liberty Mutual. <laughs> Let's talk about beers. Talk about beers. So, yes, we're on our 40th episode, and this week we're heading into the holidays. We are. And so I think we're going to do a little secret Santa. We are. From our friends at Tavor. Yes. Our friends at Tavor will supply us with beer from time to time, and we have a little bit of a stash from them, so I think we're just going to reach into that stash and see what Secret Santa Tavor (laughs) is going to provide to us. So instead of Secret Santa Sack, it's it's Tavor's box. It's the Tavor box. The Tavor box. (laughs) Secret Tavor box. (laughs) Although, admittedly, we had no idea what beer's... We were grabbing before this show started. No, no, no. So we're, why don't we grab the first one? Yeah. Let's grab the first one, see what's in it, yeah. see what's it about. And what we've got... Oh. <laughs> I don't think we need a drum roll for it, but <laughs> it's... Uh, need is not the word here. Oh, okay. You want to provide it. I want roll. to. I need okay. that. All right. I need that. Well, the first one we have is coming from the Bale Breaker Brewing Company. Where are they out of? They are out of Yakima, Washington. Nice. Yes. Nice. Right in the Yakima Valley. That is actually a very fruitful valley. Well, yeah, and they are a uh, they originated as a hop farm. That so, would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> that it, it all makes a lot of sense now. We're Let's getting see. their Leota May IPA. The Lamota Yay? Leota. Leota. Leota May. Oh, Leota. Oh. Leota oh. May IPA. As in Ray Leota May. 
Kind of, but okay. it's spelled but different. Spelled different. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, actually, it's named after uh, their great grandmother. Oh, oh, don't yeah. feel bad. Uh huh. <laughs> you, you said an old lady looks like Ray Liotta. <laughs> How do you know Ray Liotta does not look like an old lady? Uh, you, actually, I think it would be that way because there you go. she would be older. That is correct. Yes. 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 Uh, this is a six point two ABV IPA. Okay. And it's brewed with mosaic and equinot hops. Equinot? Equinot. Not Equinox. No. This equinot. Is, this is the replacement to Equinox hops. Now when you say not N-O-T or N-A-U-G-H-T? Let me spell it for you because the spelling does not suggest the pronunciation. Uh, okay. <laughs> E-K-U-A-N-O-T. Equinot. Oh boy. Yeah. Eskimo. So if you see that out there... <laughs> you don't have to sound like a jamoke. Yeah, you don't have to sound like a jamoke. It's pronounced equinot, it's, and it's the replacement to the equinox hop. Okay, then. All right. Yeah. Hey, we're, what, five minutes in, and I'm already learning something. There you go. Awesome. Thanks for your brains. So let's uh, pop this one open, and then we'll uh, give it a little more taste. Yes. Uh, also, to learn you something, Adam. I like me learning a, few, a thing or two. I gave you the ABV, which is 6.2. Um, I noticed you didn't give me another number here. Right. I'm going to wait till you have uh, till you have some in your glass this to drink go, it. Yeah, that way, I'm already committed. Yeah. You've uh, committed it for me. But the IBUs are 50. Oh, that's not terrible. It's not terrible. Not no, terrible, that's terrible. not terrible. It's, I, I think we finally started to get away from the, the palate wreckers. Right. That were in vogue a year or two ago. Yeah. Well, I, I can also tell you that this is a dry hop. Okay. It, this is much more reliant on a dry hop, so it's much more reliant on aromas and Christmas. Good. Rather than sitting around bittering. <laughs> <laughs> you mean sitting in an office for 40 years and only getting 2.5% raises every year? That's how you bitter people. <laughs> I'm talking about bittering <laughs> beer. So maybe that's what I should do Dude. instead of bottle condition in my basement. Right. Take my beers and then just put them in my office. Sit them and, behind a computer. And, and let them bitter up. And yeah, let them do uh, spreadsheets yeah. for a couple yeah, of years. Exactly. And then get yelled at for something that wasn't their responsibility in the first place. <laughs> and then deny them raises. Right. Let other beers get promoted ahead of them. Right, exactly. Other right. beers are less deserving that have been there long. And then find time. out that they're paying the new beer more that they just hired on out of college. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Man, this is, this is getting bleak quick. Uh, I'm sure everybody's used to that except for me. <laughs> You know what? You should probably thank yourself for not going down that path some days. Most yeah, days. no, I do All thank days. myself. <laughs> I do thank myself for being my own boss. It's smart. <laughs> Dear self, do I want to do this today? Yes. Okay, good. Let's do it. I'm poor as shit, but nobody can yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> let's get back to the beer. This is going way off course. Yeah. Looking uh, at the beer. Yes. Uh, super clear. It is. It is. Uh, a nice golden color. A light gold. Yeah, this is a very straw gold, yeah. 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 Nice head retention on it. You know what I'm I'm calling it? Hmm. VFW beer. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Yeah. I think it's I, I think it's a little lighter. It's a little lighter than what a VFW beer would You be. think so? Yeah. I don't know. I if I walked into a dingy VFW, I shouldn't say dingy. Dimly lit. Dimly lit. There's a difference. <laughs> they're all poorly lit, but they're, <laughs> but they're not all dirty. Right, exactly. I I should pay my respects to the VFW and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Head retention is it? I mean, you've got the white ring. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, there's it's a l- little bit of lacing on the side. It's I like it. Yeah. On the nose, it oh. smells very fresh. It smells very fresh. This smells like a Sam beer. I I have a hunch this is going to be a bit dry. That might be a good guess. It's got no. a little bit of citrus notes on it, but nothing. Right. 
nothing sticking out. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I'd give it a taste. Okay. Hmm. I like that. So it's interesting because it starts out somewhat malty. Yeah, a little bit. And then it, it quickly swaps over to a hoppy finish. Yeah. I don't really know what the profile of the Equinot or the Equinox hop are. Shit of fun. I didn't so even I, know how to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't so I don't exactly know what I'm supposed to be looking for. Uh, being that it's paired with mosaics, mosaic is a little it's a little citrusy, but I think it's also supposed to be a little earthy. Okay. And that's kind of what I'm getting. Gotcha. What I what I'm digging on it is on on the bitterness, which is not my style. Everybody that has heard this show before knows that. But what I like about it is the maltiness kind of gives way mm-hmm. to the hoppiness rather than the hoppiness overtaking right. the, the maltiness. It doesn't just overpower it. says, get out of the way, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they work together. Yeah. I feel yeah. like. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I think they're definitely – I think it definitely works together. I'm thinking if the Equinaut also has kind of an earthy hop mm-hmm. profile to it, I think earthiness plays well with maltiness. Yeah. In an IPA, as compared to pine and citrus are kind of hard to match. Right. You got to dial back on the grain bill, I right. think, a lot of times to just let citric, you know, flavors yeah. and aromas do come their through. thing. Yeah. yeah. But so far, I'm, I'm digging on this one. I mean, it, it, if I'm staying in my lane of the IPAs, not bad. Yeah. Not bad. So, what do you say we get to some news and notes while we sip on this uh, this beer from, from Bane? Bailbreaker? Yeah. <laughs> Bane? Yeah. <laughs> My God! <laughs> Why did that take so long for me to get? I'm such an idiot. <laughs> uh, we haven't we haven't been back in the home studio for a while, so no, I've been kind of yeah. stacking up on those. Yeah, you've been stacking up on the. I get I get it, but yeah, okay. I, I, felt, get it. I felt good about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good, considering you didn't know that that's what we were drinking. But yeah, I get it. Quick on the uptake. Yes. All right. So, uh, news and notes. Do you have a news story that you'd like to share? Well, I do. Uh, and it, it is Pittsburgh-centric. Oh, yes. we are based out of the great city of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yes. The Steel City. Yes. That's the only nickname I know of for Steel City. <laughs> city of Champions. City of Champs. And the Pirates. And home of the uh, Gotham Knights. <laughs> Technically. I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the Carnegie Mellon Terriers? And Uber's testing ground. And Uber's testing ground. I still want I I still have yet to ride in one of the driverless Ubers. Yeah, you gotta be downtown for it, I think. Yeah. We're not we're not direct downtown. Right. So one day. One, one day. day. One so day. uh there are two new breweries in Pittsburgh. Oh boy. All right. <laughs> oh boy. Yes. Even uh, more. Even more. <laughs> Embarrassment of riches out this area. <laughs> it's it's getting better and better. Yeah. It's getting better and better. So who do we got? So we have two. Uh, the first one is down in Lawrenceville. If you're familiar with the Pittsburgh area, everybody knows where Lawrenceville is. Mm-hmm. That is that it, it's beyond up and coming at this point. Oh yeah, no, that's super gentrified now. <laughs> right. It, it used to be up and coming. Now it's just one of the places to go. Right. Uh, but Cinderlands. Okay. Uh, it is a restaurant slash brewery. Okie doke. Yes. Uh, they just opened up within the last week or two. I haven't heard much about them. Neither have I. Uh, judging by the look on your face, I can see that. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> no, I haven't heard much about them. Anything on, like, what their beer styles are shooting for? Or? Well, uh, I, I was able to peruse their menu, their beer menu that they have. Yeah, and, yeah. and obviously, since they're they're relatively new, open in the last week or two, they're going to have a relatively short menu with so it's like maybe five or six staples or something? Yeah, okay. you're, you're going to have your IPA, uh, 
you're going to have a New England style IPA. Okay. Uh, a milk style. Because that's the new hot. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The other one that I kind of want to try, they have a passion fruit uh, Berliner Weiss. Oh, okay. I can I can dig on that one. They are in the lower part of Lawrenceville, so I'm going to have to go check them out. So, so you're talking more uh, towards 31st Street? Or? Right. Okay. Right. As I understand it. Uh, so... They also have a full full kitchen, full menu, all that jazz. Hmm. So, sounds like a good place to go check out. Uh, the other place, you, myself, and Sam, and some others were actually able to go uh, visit that last weekend. Abjuration. Yes, we went to Abjuration. Yeah, Abjuration in McKee's Rocks. And I got to tell you, they got a really cool setup in there. That is probably one of the coolest setups. I was telling you that I just kind of wanted to live there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but go ahead and explain how how it is set up. So it is in McKee's Rocks, um, and it is in an old movie house. It's in the Parkway Theater in McKee's Rocks. Uh, but what's really neat is the movie theater is still in business. Yeah, it is. So you'll walk in, and you walk into this this big lounge area with two completely separate bars, one on each side of the lounge. On one side is the bar for the movie house. Uh, where you can get all your cocktails and, you know, stiff drinks and shots and all that stuff. On the other side is where abjuration is. So you go in there, and they, they have to have a little bit of separation. It, the PLCB had to have their way. Yeah. So you could go in there, and they usually have five or six beers on tap. They have capacity up to 12. They're still... Yeah, they're still they're still working their way up. Right. They, uh, when we went in, they think they'd only been serving all of their sizes like because they have multiple glassware sizes right right and i think they had only been serving all of their glassware sizes from four ounce tasters to 64 ounce growlers right they'd only been doing that for about a week beforehand i think they were only doing uh growlers and pints and right right so it's really neat because you still have the full view of the entire lounge they have a big screen in the center Mm -hmm. uh when we were there we were watching the army navy game go army beat navy and right below, there's a nice little stage. Bands go in there. Comedians are in there. They have open mic nights. They have a whole, all sorts of stuff in there. And it's really good beer. And then not only that, the movie house, right behind, there's a single single screen cinema on the other side of the wall. You can go in there with your beer if you want. Go check it out. They had a Christmas story playing when we were in there. Uh, that's one of my all-time favorite Christmas movies. Um, so I lingered a little bit in there. But overall, it's a very cool vibe, very cool place. Uh, got to talk with a couple of guys that work there. Uh, good people. Mm-hmm. Good yeah, we people. talked with Tom, who was serving. Also, yeah, part part of that movie theater is even though they're running, you know, just kind of random movies during the day, they also they do have brand new movies coming out, like independent films that right. they will show. Right. And you know, you you have to pay a little bit of a you know you have to a pay a, bit of a premium. You pay a ticket fee to go see a brand new movie. You know what? But, you're, you're helping a, a local business. You're helping a local artist. Right. Yeah. Why why hate on something like that? Yeah, but you pay you pay your ticket fee and you can still you know bring your uh, your drinks and your whatnots in there. Right. So, yeah. If you if you don't want to or don't have to, you can still get into the brewery for free. That's obviously not a problem. Yeah. But overall, very cool place. Good place. Good beer too. Yeah, uh, excellent beer. They got some good beers. That's definitely worth a, a trip down to the rocks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you're thinking of a night out, I mean, I think that place is the perfect place for a night out. Yeah, being that they have pretty much everything going for it. They have beer. They have booze. They have, <laughs> they have food trucks. They have other food in the area that you can get delivered to. You, and they have movie theaters and you know local artists talent. You know, right. like bands and stuff. Playing, what more so. do you need? 
Yeah, you can pretty much plan a whole night around that place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's a pretty sweet setup. So yeah. if you're in the Pittsburgh area, go check them out. Absolutely. So what about you? What are you having away of news and notes? As far as me, with yeah. the news I have, mm-hmm. well, I found a good news story about AB InBev. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay, all right. I, I finally found a news story that's worthy of saying, oh, AB InBev didn't do something shitty. <laughs> <laughs> it is the season of giving. Yeah. So, uh, what, so what did they do or not do, as it may be, uh, to not be shitty? Recently, Tesla had announced they're rolling out their new semi-trucks. Ha! <laughs> rolling out semi-trucks. Uh-huh. <laughs> Autobots. <laughs> and such. <laughs> These are the most Autobot-looking things, too. <laughs> they, uh, they definitely look a hell of a lot better than an old Peterbilt. Yeah. I mean, but they still maintain, like, what a truck is. They're still trucky. It, it, yeah, it's still funny how, like, people design things to look like trucks. Right. And But uh, they still have, like... I imagine they still have the the sleeper cab and everything, so right. all those same stuff is there, and then just otherwise they're just like, oh, make it look like a truck so it's identifiable. <laughs> Don't want to whack out the straights too much. But make it like a Daft Punk truck? <laughs> yeah. Make it like if Daft Punk drove a semi. <laughs> what would that look like? Tesla has rolled out these trucks, and AB InBev has actually put it in order for 40. Good. Yeah. They, Good. they said they wanted to reduce their carbon footprint by 30 percent mm-hmm. by the year 2025 i believe okay that's that's admirable something like that yeah it's actually an admirable thing right <laughs> they they bought into a brand new technology that looks like it'll service them pretty well mm-hmm. uh as far as like some of the specs on the truck it apparently is going to get 500 miles per charge okay that's pretty good that's pretty good now my question is, is that is that Fully loaded, or is that running bobtail? See, that's what I'm not. That's, that's what I'm not sure of. Yeah, yeah. There's a big discrepancy there. Right. That's what I'm not sure of, and I think we're still too far out to know that for sure. I think orders aren't actually going to start getting filled to th- till 2019. Okay. But their AB InBev was getting in ground floor, so they could make sure they got theirs. Right. Let's not let's not shit stomp them too much. They're yeah. doing a good thing here. Yeah. And I think up until earlier this week, they had the largest pre-order. Okay. It uh, then PepsiCo jumped in. They're like, oh, we won a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like a charity event. Right. With a couple of Texans. Yeah. <laughs> I want forty. Well, I want a hundred. I have a hundred of them. <laughs> <laughs> I say so. <laughs> Yeah, but I, hey, they jumped in ground floor, and that's good. And okay. I'm sure I'm sure they'll eventually buy more. Um, the other thing is they also they do have dealings with other uh, self driving and other technologies like the that. autonomous driving or yeah that sort of stuff. Like Uber, Uber has a company that they bought called Auto and Auto O T T O. Okay, Auto. Yeah, is uh, an automo- an autonomous driving truck system. Okay, so yeah, you know that that's not as great as just buying something that has you know the carbon emission reducing right. that's right. just buying something that drives itself <laughs> um but the the tesla trucks will also come with their own self-driving okay you know they they teslas right now have uh, you know an auto driver right. sort of feature right so the the trucks will come with that as well and so you're looking at you're looking at something, yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, you're looking some you're looking at something that's going to be easier on the drivers themselves, right? And something that's you know easier on the environment, so right? That's cool. I think it's I a like win. It. I think it's a win all around. I think I think it's a win. I think it's worth mentioning when AB InBev does good, right? So it's <laughs> a very rare opportunity to say 
Good job, AB and Bev. Mm-hmm. Good job. So they did a good job, and I appreciate that. Yes. And I appreciate this beer as well. You know what? It ain't too shabby. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a lot of praise. <laughs> praise from Caesar. It's hey, too shabby. <laughs> now, I'll, uh, I'll hit this one again. I, I appreciate, I, I am appreciating the, the balance and lack of balance, if that makes sense. No, that doesn't make any sense. Okay. Well, what I, what I enjoy is that both the maltiness and the bitterness are there. Right. At, but they're not there at the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, that that makes sense. So it, one side is the teeter, the other side is the totter. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're not fighting for control of mm-hmm. your taste buds, but they're definitely there and they work together. They're right. not. Uh, it's not overly bitter, but it's right. not overly malty. It's just it is balanced throughout. That nothing is sticking out too much. The the hops is definitely taking the Canadian approach. Oh no, you go first. <laughs> Oh, no, you go ahead. Yeah, no, that yeah. You go ahead. I'll, I'll take care of the backup. Yeah. Don't worry about it. And again, I think that's because this is mostly dry hopped, mm-hmm. you know, so you're that's why you're getting it mostly on the back end. That's why you get a big aroma on it, too. Yes. It, has, it has a really big fresh farm. <laughs> well, I mean, and it, it makes says, sense. yeah, it says on the can fresh from the farm. <laughs> right. That makes sense. Uh, I, my one complaint on it, uh, aside from it being an IPA, blah, 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 blah. Uh, it, it does have a bit of a dry finish on it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm not a big fan of that. But that compared to what the taste profile is, taste profile prevails on this. Yeah, yeah. It does have a dry finish, but it's nothing as harsh as we've had in the past, where like our ma- our mouths actually start drying right, out. <laughs> right. Yeah. It it's not a detriment. It's just something that I don't prefer. Mm-hmm. That's all there is to it. Yeah. So. I think. Uh, yeah, I like this beer. I think it'd be good. I think it'd be good for pairing with a meal, but not necessarily an all-day drinker or anything no, like that. No, no, I don't think this is one to get ripped on. Yeah, but I, I think it's a good beer, and I think it's good for you know just sitting down having one. Yeah. So what do you say we take a break? Yes. And then come back with segment two. Yes. And another beer. We can do that. But not Sam. And we'll find. But not Sam. And we'll find <laughs> out what uh, secret Santa Tavor has brought us. <laughs> I like it. We'll be right back, Off Nation. First Sip Brewbox is a -a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials including t-shirts, glassware, and even food like the pot liquor craft beer jelly. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brewbox have a special holiday offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code 3 for 1 when you sign up at firsttipbrewbox.cratejoy.com. That's the number 3, F-O-R, and the number 1 at checkout to get your fourth month free at firsttipbrewbox.cratejoy.com. Welcome back, Hop Nation USA podcast listeners. We're into segment two, two. of our wrestling... Oh, no, wait. Craft beer podcast. Nope, there we go. That's it. That's the one. That's the one. No, we don't want to step on anybody's toes like that. Can't do the wrestling podcast yet. <laughs> yet. Yet. Once we build our podcast empire, yeah, that's right. Then we can branch out in the. Got to build the network. That's right. Then we Tuesdays or Tuesdays will be beer. Wednesdays will be wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Those who control the podcast control the universe. Thursdays will be conspiracies and aliens, and <laughs> Fridays you can do cars. I'm all right with that. Yeah, I do Friday episodes on cars. And Monday, Sam can do Entourage and AOR. Oh. Wait, AOR? What the hell's AOR? A band. Isn't that OAR? 
And what did I say? AOR. Oh, well, I have dyslexia. Oh, so. OAR? Is it, no, it's OAR. Yeah, yeah, it is. Crazy a, game of poker? Yeah, it's That's OAR. That's the only song I know by them. Sure, you know one. I don't know any. <laughs> you know that song. I'm no, guarantee I you know that song. No. You've heard it. Probably. I know you have because you've been there. Sure. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Just smile and nod. Let's move on. Yeah, we will move on. So let's move on to our uh, next beer. Our and next, what is it? Our For, next beer is... What did, what did Santavor... Is... What did Santavor bring us? Santavor brought us the Micro by Stillwater Artisanal. Okay. Uh, it is a citra-focused pale ale. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. How's that grab you? I don't know. I haven't tasted it yeah, yet. Me neither. Uh, 4.5% ABV. Okay, so it's a light session ale Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking so. It... Uh, it's a big old pint can, a little bigger than the uh, the first can we had. That was a 12-ouncer. This is a 16-er, I believe. Yeah. It looks that way. Very unique-looking can. It's sort of unique. I mean, I it's would It's unique in the fact that it lacks most labeling conventions of it, what it is and... It's a fake Ikea beer can. Yeah, it really That's is. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah. It's a fake Ikea beer can. Yeah, this looks like if Ikea yeah, made a beer and had to put it in a fridge to right. sell a, to sell a Strumbomb. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, although this is distributed by Swedes, I think. Something, I don't know. No, no, no. It's from Baltimore, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it looks like their part of their distribution is in Norway. I apologize to the Swedes. They do. They do have uh, and the Nordics. Well, no, they, no. I was reading a little bit. They have distribution in Europe and Canada and America. Okay. So it's distributed all over the place. All over the place. Who cares? Let's just drink it. Yeah. Pop it open. See what's up. I'm trying to wonder. Does IKEA actually have a beer fridge? And if they do, what is its name? Sudsen. Sudsen? Sudsen. Sudsen would make sense, yeah. yeah. I, would, I would call it, like, maybe Krafton. Ooh, there you go. I'd call it Krafton. How about the Sudsen Krafton? Sudsen Krafton? Yeah. <laughs> Let's write him a letter. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Ikea, create a beer fridge that I can assemble. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they have full kitchens and shit now. They do. So, yeah. I think the Sudsen Krafton would uh, fit right in Sudsen Krafton. And it's got one of the, win- it's got a CN2 window. Of course. Has to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what are we, animals? Yeah. <laughs> so, are we savages? I have to know. What, <laughs> this isn't communist China. Yeah, I have to know what's inside my beer fridge. <laughs> my Susan Crafton. Before I open it. So, looking at this beer, uh, definitely on the hazier side of things. Yeah, hazy. Uh, looks like a hazy pineapple juice. If it was a Simon and Garfunkel song, it'd be the hazy shade of gray or winter or something. Sure. I don't know. You song. should probably know the song first before yeah. you make the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they're not all winners here. <laughs> yeah. And it's got a... Citrusy? It's got a citrusy nose to it. Yeah. Nothing uh, Nothing's sticking out right away that's uh, blowing me away. Right. But, yeah. Uh, Head retention was pretty similar to the previous one by the Bane beer. Yeah. I. It's there, but it's not big, fluffy, Hefeweizen style. No. But it's not flat either. No, it's definitely not flat, so that's good. That's just drink it. All right. Mmm. 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 Tavor might as well have gotten me barbecue sauces from Big Lots. <laughs> now, don't hate on that. <laughs> no, I'm not hating on that. I'm saying I preferred. Because <laughs> I found some decent stuff at... 
Piglots before. I'm saying I would have preferred. Gotcha. <laughs> they had a, a pop there over the summer, Kickapoo Joy Juice. Mm-hmm. I haven't had that since I was a teenager. And I was there trying to buy a carpet. As a young lad. <laughs> yeah, and they had it. And I was like, holy shit, they still got it. And it's not out of date. I'm buying it. You know, you can just get that at Rocket Fizz. Wait, what? Yeah. I was not aware of that. Yeah, you can just get that at Rocket Fizz. <sighs> this is a game changer. <laughs> you can get everything at Rocket Fizz. You Rocket know? <laughs> Fizz is pretty awesome. Yeah. I like going there. Apparently, I have not seen it in my visits. Yeah, I guess you weren't looking hard enough. I've seen it. Man. So what? Well, this is not a pop podcast. A popcast. It could be. <laughs> uh, th- this is called dancing around the subject of. It really is. I <sighs> don't care for this. <laughs> What's it supposed to be? I mean, it's supposed to be a citrus, a citra-focused pale ale. I'm not getting enough um, citrusy, like bright floral notes or anything like that. Personally, it feels a bit thin. Yeah, it feels thin. Kind of rather flavorless, except for a very astringent back end. So this is, sounds like it's more and more of an IKEA beer, because <laughs> it's it's kind of the cheap representation of it. A cheap representation of craft beer, yeah. Right, and, and honestly, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that because IKEA makes decent stuff. I got IKEA stuff. IKEA in my makes house. decent stuff. Still water not so much. <laughs> okay, Dick. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I. Honestly, I think this is the first beer I've had from Stillwater. Uh, same here. So I can't. Uh, so I'm not willing to go out and say Stillwater is bad or anything. Right. Uh, right. But I am not enjoying this beer. It doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. It has. And, and that's the thing it, it, is that it does nothing for me. And what I mean by that is I don't find it delightful, and I, it doesn't anger me either. Right. But I don't. It's 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 just there. And the other thing is I don't see. The utility for it. I don't find it refreshing. Mm-mm. You know, like when you're thinking pale ales, you think this is either something that should be paired with food or it's something that should be like a day drinker or something like that. What are you supposed to do with it? And I had hopes when you said it was like 4.5%. I was thinking, oh, this could be like a really refreshing yeah. daytime. Like you know. an all day IPA kind of thing. Exactly. And that's not what I'm getting. I'm getting just kind of a very boring, flat, thin. Yeah, and it wasn't flavorless, <laughs> and it wasn't flat or anything like that. It it oh yeah no no popped it, nicely out of the can. It was yeah no it, the flavor profile was flat. Right right it's, right. It was still very effervescent, and you know there's a lot of it's not undercarbonated or anything no, like that. No, it, I don't think it had anything to do with the packaging or anything like that. It just it's 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 not hitting any of my buttons right or wrong. Yeah, I don't know what to do with this beer other than finish it and move on. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you? Why don't we just move on for yeah. right now? We can just move on for now, and then <laughs> we'll finish it at the end. Right. So I ran into something the other week, a couple weeks ago, maybe. A Dodge Caliber? No. Okay. <laughs> I haven't had a car accident in at least mm, five years. <laughs> That's a good streak. Yeah. Maybe more. No, like seven. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Still a good streak. I had the uh, Hotback Amber from Trogues. Okay. It's a good beer. I like it. Mm-hmm. I suggest it. Everybody should go out and have it. There you go. But I was drinking it, and I was wondering about why is it called Hotback? <laughs> yeah. So it, it, are they? Yeah, I'm not go, gonna go down the path that I my brain is going. Well, why don't you go down that path, and that'll set you right. <laughs> I don't want them to be racist. Okay, no, definitely, <laughs> absolutely not. Good. Absolutely, completely not. <laughs> good. <laughs> 
<laughs> nothing to be with racist. <laughs> Absolutely not. What direction did you think I Trogues, was going? I didn't know what direction you were going, so I, that's why I just let you go. Trogues is a good company. They're good people. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Adam. Get a hold of yourself. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> but... I was curious about what a hotback was. <laughs> I have no idea what it is. And I try and I tried to figure out just by the labeling on the bottle. Mm-hmm. And it just said it went through the hotback process. And oh. that didn't Oh great. <laughs> that didn't answer any questions for me. And then I was lazy and never looked into it further. Right. So for all we know it could have been some sort of Willy Wonka apparatus. Exactly. Uh but last week, while we were up at uh Timber Creek Tap and Table mm-hmm. and we were interviewing your buddy Nick. Yeah. Uh, there was a time when he he and I were talking, and he was telling me about Timber Creek's hotback system. Okay. And that's when I finally had to ask, what the hell is a hotback system? <laughs> so I was not a part of that conversation. No, you so weren't. So I have no idea what a hotback system is. Well, so, I'm here to tell you because I finally got off my lazy ass, <laughs> and I made a little research. <laughs> so what is a hotback system? It's a Randall. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a very specific Randall, though. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, I'll, I'll play the, the role of the dummy. Right. What's a Randall? <laughs> play. Quote, unquote. <laughs> <laughs> Neither confirm nor deny. Yeah. Well, I don't know how many episodes back that was. I was only prepared to reference one episode back to right. the hotback. Right. That was yeah. that was back in the day, maybe 8, 9, 10. Yeah. Something we ta- like that. Yeah. But we talked about, uh, you know, basically a Randall is something that's used in, you know, Beer distribution, uh-huh. basically as a final end product, to add different flavors to it. Right. Hell, I was at the I was at the Brutal Beer Fest, and Evil Genius was doing Randall's with the uh, purple Evil Purple Monkey Dishwasher. Purple Monkey Dishwasher. Purple Monkey Dishwasher. Yeah. Yeah. They were doing a. That's br- their peanut butter beer, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. And they were doing things like coconuts and s'more and. They're infusing flavors into the already okay coca chocolate peanut butter porter. <laughs> it's too much. That's yeah, too much. It, it got to be too much. I think at one point they found out like after using coconut, it, it was like the coconut just got stuck. So then everything had coconut Ooh. from then on. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's not great. It's all right though. It, it was good. It was it was a different change up. But jumping back, yes, to the hot back. Ah, the hot back is a rand is essentially a Randall, but it comes into play. Still during the brewing process. Okay. And it is not for coconut and shit like that. It's probably... I guess I guess it could be, but it's not supposed to be. <laughs> I assume it's for hops. It's for hops. It is meant to be used for whole hop leaf. Okay. And it comes into play right at that point of flame out. Okay. And when you're done boiling your wort mm-hmm. and before you transfer it to be chilled or to a heat exchanger if you're a bigger right bigger right. operation uh but the wort is allowed to run through into the hop back and mix with the whole leaf hop okay and then that's when it takes on you know it starts taking on the profiles of those hops so it's essentially a step before you can get into dry hopping right 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 okay it, yeah if you didn't want to you know if you don't want to dry hop i mean you can obviously still dry hop after that right uh, but it, it's it's meant to impart those late stage aromas and flavors. Okay. Without getting into a manner that you would have to filter as much. Okay. Because there's a lot of hop recipes, you know, there's a lot of IPA recipes that would require you to throw hops in at the late stage. Right. But that's going to cause like a lot of shit in your system. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you so have to a filter lot of filtration out. and blah blah blah. blah. Right. 
Yeah. You wind up filtering, you know, the wort before you ferment. You filter the wort, or you filter your beer after it ferments. Right. Just to get all that shit out of there. Right. Um, the hot back kind of removes that step. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I was reading a little further, and beerandbrewing.com actually did a comparison on a homebrew scale. Okay, so your five gallon, your ten gallon batches. Right, right, right. And what they did was they split they split an IPA batch. Okay. And they ran one through uh, the homebrewer's size uh, hot back, which is called a hop rocket. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. It's kind of a cool thing. It is kind of a cool name. I like. <laughs> so, that. If, so if you're looking, you know, after this, if you're looking for your own hot back system, I guess go check out a hop rocket or yeah. check out Brewers Association. They'll teach you how to build one. There's that too. If you're the DIY kind yeah, of guy, if you're very DIY. Um, it's a pretty simple thing. I mean, it's just like an in and out and a filter. Okay. You know, just a way for your work to get through to make sure it gets it gets contact gets encompassed by the you know the hops, mm -hmm. but then also leaves without taking hops with it. Right. That's that all sense. it is. Okay. Um, but the beer and brewing article they went through and they said you know there there wasn't too much difference in the taste. Okay. But they did notice uh, the the hop rocket the the one that they used the hop back system with came out it came out a lot fresher and crisper. Oh, okay. Whereas the one they did late stage edition with mm -hmm. uh, was a little more bitter, and, and they were oh, saying okay, they were saying they think that's because when they were steeping the other hops, mm -hmm. you know, in the late stage, it was allowed to just sit in there. There was no actual movement. Right. Right. And it, it allowed the more bitter resins to break down into it as well. Mm -hmm. Whereas the hot back system, it's just kind of a constant flow. It, can, it just picks up the bright Right, right, taste. right. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then, of course, the other thing they ran into was that it was more, you know, dirty. It, there was a lot more trub. <laughs> right, right. You get that, that schmutz. Yeah. There's a lot more schmutz in the non-hot pack system. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, then. Sounds to me like anybody that likes to do IPAs uh, needs to get a new piece of equipment. Yeah, I mean, it, it's something worth trying out. I don't know. I would have to do more research right. to figure out the advantages of dry hopping versus the hot back system. So with a hot back, I assume you really can't use pellets in that? I assume that's You're all whole You're not supposed leaf? to. No, yeah. Okay. You're really not supposed to. You're, it's supposed to be like a whole leaf only. I don't know what the advantages or disadvantages are that with that. I would say probably storage, storage. Yeah, one less piece of equipment. Right. You you probably still have more filtration problems if you're dry hopping. Right. Yeah. There, right. It's possible that some of the stuff is going to leak out of you know, depending on how you're dry hopping. It's possible some more of that stuff is going to get into your wort. Right. And I and I assume that it's a little more important on the industrial scale, scale rather than the homebrew scale. Homebrewers, if you have a little bit of schmutz in your beer, who cares? Right. You know, it's it's just part of it's just part of the experience. Yeah. Whereas if you go to a craft brewery, eh, you kind of got to be on point with that stuff. Yeah. And again, like you said, you're not supposed to use pet. Uh, you're not supposed to use pellets in a hot back. Right. You're supposed to use whole leaf. And if you're a home brewer, you're more likely to be using pellets. Right. Which you're more likely to be throwing things in at late stage. Right. Or even dry hopping with. Right. So. If you're using whole leaf, I mean, I will. I, I kind of watched some videos on different scale sizes <laughs> of different, you know, like I saw the home brewer version with the beerandbrewing.com right. article with the hop rocket. That's, you know, one size. But then you have Odell's. I watched a video of their hop back system. Okay. It's about as it's about as big as another bright tank. Wow. Okay. All <laughs> and right. They, they were dumping in garbage bin fools. Wow. 
of whole leaf hops. So I guess that brings up another question of do you have to adjust the amount of hops that you use in a in a flame out versus the hot back system? Do you have to add more into the hot back system to get the same amount of bittering or aroma or anything like that? Well, again, I think because you're using whole leaf, you're you're going to account for using whole leaf. Okay, and so I you think, can adjust, kind of adjust yeah, that way. Yeah. All right. But I don't think there. I think that's all just recipe dependent. True. You know, True. It, of how you want to do that. Like, if you're throwing in five pounds at flame out. Right. Do you change to ten pounds? I'm not quite sure that. that okay. You know, I think that's more of uh, something you just look into. You just do with your recipe. Brewmaster's choice. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Very yeah. cool. So it sounds to me like people need to go buy this stuff. That way I can go experiment. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can buy it. You can try it. Like I said, it's more for a whole leaf thing. Which, I mean, are are still obviously available at homebrew stores. Oh, yeah, totally. I, I know at our local homebrew store that we can we can get whole leaf. Yeah, I, th- I think you're more limited on the... I mean, you're True. definitely way more limited. True, on, but on, that is available. Yeah. If you're making IPAs... This is obviously good for you, and obviously you're going to find more of the whole leaf of Citra and Columbus. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's I'd, good for you. It's good for the beer. Therefore, it's good for America. Yeah, I don't think you're. I don't think you're too far off if you wanted to get into a, a hot back system at home. So it sounds like a, a worthy investment if you go IPA heavy in your recipe book. Yeah, and especially because you can ma- you can make them DIY. Yeah. Um, the only thing I did, I, the only thing I would be concerned about if you're doing it DIY. I saw a glass one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, that could be neat so you can see the beer go yeah, through, yeah, yeah. blah, 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 but <laughs> stainless steel for me. Yeah, exactly. Get me some stainless steel, I'll be a happy camper. And that's that's the other thing that is different between Hotbacks and Randall's is Randall's, they're usually clear and, mm-hmm. you know, fun to, just yeah. fun to watch whatever goofiness right. is happening. <laughs> but a Hotback is usually more of a metal. Hotback is business. Yeah, that, that's a metal container. Yeah. And... I just personally thinking it through my brain. Mm. If you're introducing a really hot wart, because again you're coming off yep. hot wart. <laughs> yep. If you're introducing hot wart into a vessel, glass is not your yeah. your friend. Especially not up in this area. No. And especially not if you're a garage <laughs> brewer like we are. <laughs> yeah, that ain't great. I, I can see that thing just blowing up. So yeah, yeah if you're Looking to build a DIY hot back, please do metal. <laughs> go, go, yeah, go stainless steel. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, that is. That's what I learned. That's awesome. That's what I learned, <laughs> and therefore I learned it. Now therefore, learned. our audience learned it. Hopefully, somebody else learned it. Now. And we are all thankful for going along for that ride. Yay! So, we have to get back to the six hundred pound gorilla in the room. It's, it's less not, than that. It is. It is. It's more of an emaciated gorilla. <laughs> yeah. A 600-pound gorilla is, sounds like it's imposing or it has something to... This one's just bothering us. It's not... <laughs> you're just bothering people. You're not... Uh, I, d- I don't want to look down on this beer. Why not? Well... <laughs> I just on this question, like, I know you're you're one of the first ones always to jump in and defend and try to... Exactly. I always try to find the positive in beers. Yeah. I mean, because that's my hobby. I like to find the good things in my hobby. Mm-hmm. I'm having some troubles with this one. This one is a bit of a challenge. Yeah. It It's... The, and my biggest problem is it's so inoffensive. Okay. <laughs> and what I mean by that is it doesn't... it. It's almost it's, like it tries to do everything and nothing at the same time. It's the CBS television of beer. <laughs> Bazinga. Bazinga. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, it, it does nothing for me. I'll be perfectly honest. If somebody sat this 
next to a Cooler's Banquet beer, yeah, I'd go for a Banquet beer. Yeah, I. the one thing that sticks out to me that puts this separate from macro brews mm-hmm. is that it is uh, it's a little bit bitter. Yeah. And it's too bitter because there's no other flavors that stick out. That's all that's all you get. Yeah, so if that's all you get, it's too bitter. <laughs> even though it's not that bitter. Like, it's hardly as... I don't even think it's as bitter as the IPA we drank in segment one. Right, no, I, I honestly believe that the IPA from, from Bain was better. Yeah. And, it, and that's an, a true blue IPA, and... How weird is that for me to say that I'd rather have an IPA than this? Yeah. That that pretty much says it all right there. Yeah. On both is, beers. This is just a weak pale ale that's bitter, and it I don't I don't enjoy it. It's a Kia Optima. Yeah. <laughs> that's all it is. It's inoffensive. Wait, who it, makes the leaf? Nissan. Nissan leaf. There no, you. no, I disagree no? with that. Okay. Because at least Nissan was trying to break new ground with something. They mm-hmm. were trying to bring in cutting edge technology. They're trying something different. Okay. This is not. Okay. This is basic transportation. This is a 2004 Ford Focus? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. With 102,000 miles on it. Yeah. The radio ain't so great in it, but the heater works. What, what did I see? I think it was like a, I think it was an onion headline. Okay. It was like Toyota recalls all 2003 Toyota Camrys on the simple fact that people should be driving something else by now. <laughs> <laughs> it was something silly like that, but that's what this beer should be under that recall. Yeah. It does. It does. Doesn't do anything. Nothing for me. Yeah. It, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's the water. I. I'm not writing you off like you said. Right. I'm not writing you off. No. Uh, this, this is our first one from them, but right. I, I'm not willing. I, I never write a brewery off after one beer. Correct. You Correct. need at least to pack up at least four. Yep. <laughs> yep. Because I, Evil Twin has taken you for a ride on that. Yeah. I, well, I've been fighting with Evil Twin for I years. I know you have. <laughs> I know you have. And it seems like just as soon as they get on the edge, yeah. they bring something else in. No one's good. Yeah. Fine. You stay on the list. Which is good for them because they have a portfolio of about 60, 70 beers. Right. Well, and, and it makes it interesting for you because you got like a one in five shot of having something that you really like. Yeah. You're, you're playing Russian roulette. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fun game. <laughs> well. Well, all right. Well. Maybe not so much. No. <laughs> yeah. I so. think the only way you should be playing Russian roulette is, I, th- I think it's, I forget where the pizzeria is, but there's a pizzeria where they they uh, have a pizza, eight, mm-hmm. eight slices. Okay. One slice has a whole ghost pepper on it. Oh, uh, but it's underneath the cheese. Yeah, yeah. So you don't know until you start eating that slice. See, I'd be okay with that, though. Right. You know, but yeah, that's fine with That's me. the only way you should be playing Russian roulette. I've seen that shit with chocolates, too. Yes. Yeah, yeah same thing. We've that with chocolate. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. Um, let's finish this. Yeah, let's finish this one. We'll take a break, and we'll come back with our third segment. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a bit a spacey. Wait, am I supposed to put a joke in here? You might. I mean, you could say, you know, oh, is the show going to come down like a house of cards? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. This, this show only has three segments, not seven. Uh-huh. I don't know. How many se- seasons? Season. I don't watch the no, show. No, I was going... I was going the motion picture seven uh, with Kevin Spacey. Uh, I hope you've seen that movie, and I hope it wasn't a spoiler. Detective. <laughs> <laughs> that that movie really screwed with my head. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the best movies ever. It's a really good movie, but I can't watch it. <laughs> Why not? Because it screws with my head. Okay. It does. <laughs> Just takes you out of your little farm. Your your farm mouse puts you into the city. Sloth. Sloth is what got me. 
That one's upsetting. Yeah, yeah. that one yeah. was upsetting. Sloth got me. Yeah, that that one. I didn't like that one. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one. yeah, when he comes back and it's just yeah. like, yeah. yeah, that's nope. upsetting. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> well, that's not what I meant by spacey. So <laughs> when we come back, it'll be something else. <laughs> Nation USA listeners. We are in segment three, and we're enjoying beers from Santa Vore. Santa Vore. Which, I, I'm trying to mix Santa and Tavor, because those who are, those are the nice people providing us these beers. Right. But Santa Vore sounds like something that eats Santa. <laughs> right. I only eat Santa. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Santa Vore. <laughs> That's probably why there's not a whole lot of those creatures around, <laughs> if they exist on a solely Santa diet. So I wonder if you can have, like, Santa substitutes where you can just go to the mall? Mm. Is that okay? Huh, I wonder. Is that this, all right? This is like a horror movie getting written in my mind right yeah, now. Yeah, the Santa Vores. I Tra- want it on Trademark. Oh, Roger Corman presents Santa Boom. <laughs> Print it. Put it in the can. I'm about that. It's just dinosaurs that eat mall Santas. It's the best. Did you ever see the movies Carnivore? No. And Carnivore 2? No. Or no, Carnosaur. 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 Okay. Oh, well, the answer is still no. A bunch of people are going to be mad at me. It's Carnosaur. <laughs> uh, and Carnosaur 2. Um, yeah, they came out around the same time as Jurassic Park, but they are nothing like Jurassic oh. Park. Mm, very weird. I can get you uh, Dino Riders. What? The cartoon Dino Riders? Oh, God. No. Yeah. Is this like the second time you've brought that up on this show, too? I believe so. I grew up with that show. Can, can you not? <laughs> no, I already grew up with it. I can't take it back. Just try. <laughs> What's our next beer? So our next beer coming from Santavor is the Mad River Brewing John Barleycorn Barley Wine. John Barleycorn. Barley Wine. Barley Wine. Yes. I have a hunch this bad boy's going to be a big hitter. Well, you'd be right. It's a 10.5%. Yeah, buddy. Uh, not much on the uh, IBUs. Can't get you that information that way. That's all right. Uh, but it apparently does have a bit of a citrus and hop finish to it. For a barley wine, that's kind of interesting. Yes. And I can tell you that all the barley used in it is organic. Good. Yes. Good. In case you are wondering, Mad River Brewing is out of Northern California. Okay. And they're... Coming right off the Humboldt River, because they're in the Humboldt Canny. The Canny or the Canyon? Humboldt Canny. <laughs> Humboldt Canny. Oh, Humboldt Canny. Humboldt Canny. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> yes, they're in Humboldt County for people who don't, <laughs> for people who need Yinzer translation. <laughs> <laughs> I was going there to Canny. <laughs> took me down to Canny. Got the Canny Fair. <laughs> they took me down to Canny. <laughs> Why don't we uh, why don't we open this up before yes. we start putting fries on top of this? Getting too yinzered up. I'm getting too yinzered up. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get me some chip chop. <laughs> I'll need some Wisley's chip chop. I'm gonna get up to Big Butler Fair. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's no, it. That's, that's all. all you need. It's my day. Here the air show's coming back. <sighs> <laughs> Got to see the Thunderbirds when they were in town last. That was good. I saw the Blue Angel. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, yeah. 
the uniforms for the Army Navy game. Uh huh. Holy shit, those were awesome. The Navy uniforms were based on the Blue Angels. Oh uh, yeah. Awesome. Okay. That's it. Sure. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> there you go. All right. The Army uniforms were based on the 10th Mountain Division. Great. They were all white. Great. In the snow. Yeah. Well. It worked too well. That's cameras yeah. couldn't pick them up. <laughs> I don't care enough about um football or the military so you kind of lost me but i hope somebody else enjoyed that well i enjoyed it well yeah i, I hope somebody it. else enjoyed that and really because i wasn't in <laughs> it's all about me so i wasn't wine. in but i'm into this barley wine it uh it's definitely got a, a boozy smell to it yeah you, you smell it before you see it almost yeah. yeah and i'm looking at it a very nice copper color yeah a real copper it's got a bit of an orange tinge to mm-hmm. it which very. again i mentioned it's supposed to have kind of a citrus like back end to it so mm-hmm. Supposed to. We'll see. A bit of some effervescence here. A little bit of suspension. I'm seeing some small particles suspended. I don't really care about that. Yeah. And we'll make no never mind of me. It is kind of neat, though. Yep. Uh, End retention. Nope. Yeah, not much there. Again, don't bother me much. Uh, Nose again. Nose boozy. Boozy but pleasant. Yeah. Boozy but pleasant. It has... A, Ooh, can we make t-shirts that says that? Boozy but pleasant. Boozy but pleasant. <laughs> I'm not going to say no. <laughs> it has... Yeah, it has like... It's boozy, but it, a little bit of floral. Yeah. And a little bit of maltiness. I'd go more malt than floral? Yeah, yeah. No, de- yeah, definitely. Definitely. More malt. Yeah, it's like booze, malt, a little bit of floral. <laughs> I think you could probably get away with making a candle out of that smell. Yeah. And yeah. You, you could probably... You know, sell them at a brisk pace. Let's uh, dive into this. Okay. No, I can't. It's a small glass. I won't mm. fit. Huh. Hmm. Pleasant. Pleasant, for the most part. It's got a boozy burn to it. It does. It does. I'm not necessarily finding that hoppy finish, but that might have been because of the two IPAs, or I'm sorry, the pale ale and IPA yeah. that we had before. <laughs> this is definitely the booziest of the three. Absolutely. But, well, duh, yeah. duh, it's barley wine. We just came off a of four or five. <laughs> right, right. So Dude. That, that we're... Yeah. So what do you think? I'm enjoying it? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> you don't hate it. No, I like I like parts about it. It's it's a little bit complex. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate that it ends in such a uh, boozy burn. You're not a big boozy burn kind of guy, are you? Well, I, I mean, sometimes I am, depending on the beer. I But I think this one has like such an interesting flavor profile. I'd like to be able to taste more of that. I don't mind it. I, yeah. I think it kind of kind of adds a little bit. Yeah. Because it, it's that gentle reminder. Hey, dummy. Right. This is. Don't be gripping yeah. and ripping on this thing. <laughs> yeah. Don't grip and rip on this one. Yeah. But it has a very, uh, has a very interesting profile that I just, I, I wish I could spend more time trying to pick out the different flavors before I started getting the burn. No, I get that. Yeah. I get that. You kind of got to be quick on the pickup. Mm-hmm. I'm digging it. I'm liking it. It has a, you know, it has a uh, sweetness to it. Yeah. That I like. Yeah. And it does... A sweet malt. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely has that sweet malt. I'm, I'm picking up a little bit of the citrus back end on it. it. It's there. It has... It has a very specific, almost candy-like taste to it. Yeah. And I'm trying... To, that's what I'm really trying to nail down. I'm trying to nail down <laughs> the candy this tastes like. Something tells me it's not Skittles. No. Um, toffee. Not No, not toffee. Not toffee. Uh, it, it, it's like... Almost like a lollipop in a way. Really? Yeah. All right, that's not the direction I was going. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is reminding me of some sort like of... Like a candied sugar? Yeah, some sort of candied sugar or hard candy that, like, ends with, you no. know, has, like, a citrusness to it. Oh. Mm, er, yeah, no. I know. Mm. <laughs> I'm swinging deep into the candy wheel. Mm. <laughs> wheel. I can't... 
Yeah, because the other thing I was going to get you was baked brown sugar. Okay. Like on no. top of yams? Yeah, no. Oh, actually, ooh, screw that. I just want some yams with brown sugar. Well, that's really good. <laughs> yeah. That's really good, but that's, <laughs> but that's not, not why we're here. <laughs> yeah. That's not what I'm getting. That's not why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you say we continue on this one? Mm-hmm. Uh, enjoying it, trying to decipher it a little bit of time. Maybe by the end of the seven. segment, I'll, I'll figure Get out the codex. Get it nailed down. Yeah. It's not York peppermint patty. Oh, absolutely not. No. No. There's no mint in this. <laughs> now you're going way too far. <laughs> See, hey, was I wrong? It's not peppermint patty. No, it's not. So <laughs> don't yell at me for being right. It's also not rug. It's also not antifreeze. It's also not pepperoni pizza. And am I arguing any of these? No, but I. this is... <laughs> We have we try to maintain an hour and a half on the show. We don't want <laughs> drive all the way to get everything that right. is not. That is true. <laughs> it's not not a nineteen seventy four Dodge Monaco. Uh, yeah, let's let's mull this one over a bit. Yes, and while we mull over, while we mull it over, I think we could do a little bit of fun. Yes, I like because fun. this week is Star Wars week. Should we insert the music here for like no. eight seconds before <laughs> we like get eight sued? Seconds, eight seconds before Disney takes us off. Right. The, <laughs> takes How us terrible out. Terrible would that be? Ugh. What getting a cease and desist from Disney? Yeah. Well, I mean, one. I think everybody's gotten one at some point. So we would just be part of the crowd. Right. We'd just be part of the crowd. I don't know. I actually don't know how much of an honor that would be. I I, I guess it depends. Is it pre or post Michael Eisner? Hmm. True, true. Because I think if it's if it's got Michael Eisner's signature on it, yeah, I think that's worth a little bit of cheddar. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not even president anymore. No, he's nothing. He's bummer. I'm all right with that. Oh well, he's made his millions. Yeah, billions probably. Right, right. <laughs> if your name's attached to Disney anymore, you're billions. Yeah. Here's your check. Write any number you want. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I just drew a picture of a plane. That's my salary. <laughs> a plane. A plane. One plane every two weeks. Oh. <laughs> uh, but for the poorer, poorer among us, yes, the- we have to go see Star Wars like normal people. <laughs> and I thought maybe, yes, with now we're on episode eight, I get yeah, episode eight, and now we're getting side side movies every other yeah, I guess year. Yes, we, we've had like nine movies because Rogue One doesn't necessarily fit into the. Well, yeah, the that's episodes. the thing. Well, that's that's Disney's new model. Now we get we get a canon. Mm-hmm. You know, numbered movie. Right. And then we get a side movie. Right. A so, rogue movie, perhaps? Ha, ha, ha. I right. think that was the point. <laughs> and then the next one's going to be Rogue 2? No, I think the next one's actually Obi-Wan Kenobi. Or Young Han Solo. I don't know. It's one of those two. I don't know. But yeah. So so next so next December, we'll get a Young Han Solo movie. Right. And then after that, we'll get Episode 9. Yeah. And then after that. I, I'm assuming that's right. It's just gonna, it's just gonna keep going. It's gonna go. Yeah, gonna, they already announced the new trilogy. Uh, beyond this one. Yeah. Why? Because it prints money. Why does everything have to turn into Police Academy? Because it prints money. Well, the one thing I guess they're not as bad as Police Academy movies because they will still throw a budget at them. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Gutenberg doesn't need to be kept afloat. <laughs> Steve Gutenberg may be in episode ten though. <laughs> I would watch a Steve Gutenberg Star Wars because knowing him, he would be a part of the holiday special. Oh God! <laughs> Ugh. Yes. Yuck. All right, let's refocus here. All right, so let's focus on what we're actually going to do in this segment yes. instead of bitch about Star Wars and <laughs> <laughs> franchising things and why it's bad and why we don't get any of that money. Right. 
I want us to sit down for a little bit mm-hmm. and just take some of our favorite Star Wars characters. Yes. Even though we're kind of bitchy, we do <laughs> like Star Wars. <laughs> well, I mean, bitchy and Star Wars fans can go together. That they, they absolutely do. I mean, so but I just want us to take our you know some 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 of the memorable characters. Yeah. And try to pair them with beers. Now, well, are are you willing to go all eight episodes? I you to, can to expand that universe. You can take from the books if you fucking want to. Right if you want to go all the way to Shadow of War on the N sixty four. Nope. If you can do that kind of deep pull, go nope. ahead. I don't. You nope. know, can't do it. All right then. Can't do it. <laughs> you do whatever you want. I can get you basic bitch stuff. Even if I don't necessarily get the reference, someone else out there will. Right. So although theoretically, I could just make something up. Yeah. Sure. And just say no. It was in that one book. <laughs> it was in the one book. <laughs> That, that, that don't matter because yeah. they're not canon anymore. <laughs> Only real fans know about that, but <laughs> then shame them. Shame. All right, so why don't you start us out with whatever reference, real or imagined? <laughs> okay. But give it. Give me a character and what kind of beer you think represents them. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to start with a character. All right. I'm going to start with a one of the staples of the Star Wars movies. Okay. But not a character. Okay. The Millennium Falcon. All right. I remember. I remember. <laughs> I remember Millennium Falcon. <laughs> All right, go go ahead. What what do you think? What beer do you think represents, or style, or however well, you did this? What beer I think would represent the Millennium Falcon is the Millennium Falcon by Holgate Brewhouse. Okay. That was a, that was that was too easy of a swing. Lazy ass. <laughs> that was too, that's why I did it first. That's why I did it first. <laughs> It was the Millennium Falcon by the Millennium Falcon. It's <laughs> just too easy. Uh, that's actually an Australian uh, brewery. Okay. So that's a neat little tidbit. Oh. So obviously I've never had it. So this is this is more this is less association. You're just telling Star Wars fans if you want a Millennium Falcon beer, right. you have to go to Australia right. for it. Now on, now on a little bit more of a serious note, uh, the type of beer for that one I would think is an IPA with the Millennium Hop in it. Okay. Yeah. It, it, I think that'd be a good way to go. Okay. Like a Millennium Hop and a Galaxy Hop. Mm-hmm. That would be a good Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, that's a, 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 that's another bloop. Okay. You know, <laughs> that's a bloop single yeah. there. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, the one you just was a bunt thrown out at first. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> at least if you can put together a profile, you can bloop one into. <laughs> right, exactly. But I, I, I think if you get a nice. Light, sprightly IPA mm-hmm. with with Millennium hops, yeah, and Galaxy hops in yeah. moderation. Yeah. I think that would be a good representation of the Millennium Falcon. Okay, all right, fair enough. Yeah. So I I I came up with the I'm gonna do a little bit of a deep pull, but okay. not really. But okay. not really. Um, I'm going all the way back to the prequels. Okay, all right. <laughs> and I'm going to go with Django Fett. Oh, you asshole. Well, did you do Django Fett? I did do Django Fett. Well, then Fett. you can do Django Fett after I do Django Okay, Fett. I'm going to do Django Fett after you do Django Fett. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> you might not want to. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I went with Django Fett, and I think the best beer that would represent Django Fett would be a chili beer. Really? Yes. Okay. And I'll explain why. All right. One, Django Fett has a flamethrower. Ah. So they both bring the heat. I like that. Okay. Two, chili beers are known for their oils. Mm-hmm. Uh Removing the head. Yeah. Oh. Hey, oh. <laughs> that was episode two, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I believe so, yes. Yeah. Yes, episode two, Django Fett was decapitated nice. in that. Uh, oh, by Mace Windu, wasn't he? 
Uh, I think so, yeah. 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 Spoiler alert, by the way. Who cares? It's like, what, 12 years old, 15 oh, years old yeah. now? Let me spoil a bag of garbage. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, chili beers have no head, and neither does Django Fett. <laughs> Oops. So, go ahead. If You can do Django Fett if you want I to. I am going to do Django Fett, and I actually had a particular beer picked out. Okay. Uh, I actually had the Neshaminy Creek Croton Cream Ale. Okay. Uh, they're a uh, brewery out of Pennsylvania, Eastern PA. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Croton Cream Ale okay. uh, represents a quote that Django Fett said. I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe. To me, that is the everyman beer right there. Okay, that's an everyman quote. That's yep. an everyman beer. You, you're you saying basically, uh, you know, his his slave one would be filled with empty cans <laughs> of Neshaminy <laughs> Creek. <laughs> Just, just trying to make his way any way he knows how. Fair enough. All right, I dig it. I dig it. So, I, I think we have, we both have good representations of Django Fett. I think so. I think so. So you, you just went with like a, a specific beer pairing. So for that so one, I yes. got, So I got, so I got one too. Okay. I got one too. I think uh, for Chewbacca, I came up with one. <laughs> I right. had the Chewbacca. <laughs> I did too because I had one. Well, that's fine. All right. The pairing I went with for Chewbacca though is the the Kai Yeti. By Great Divide. Okay. So I think it is pretty self-explanatory that, you mm-hmm. know, Great Divide has their line of Yeti beers. Yes. And, I mean, what's a Wookiee but a Yeti? Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Wookiees and Yetis are about the same damn thing. It's pretty, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think even going back to when they were filming Return of the Jedi in the Redwood Forest, they had a lot of Bigfoot you know, quote-unquote Bigfoot sightings, right. which were people just seeing Chewbacca in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, the reason why I picked specifically the Kai Yeti is because it comes out between October and December, uh, as, uh, <laughs> as uh, all Star Wars films will for I the like that. foreseeable I like future. That. I like that. Yeah. So I also did Chewbacca. Yeah. Uh, apparently you and I have very similar tastes when it comes to Star Wars characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I went with the Dogfish Head uh, Pudding Wine. Okay. Explain. Because uh, they're both chewy. Ah, uh, God. Yes. <laughs> you stink. <laughs> All right. You want to go like that? <laughs> Listen, I didn't say there was high level here. Uh, yeah. For stormtroopers, mm-hmm. I think they are best represented by Budweiser. How so? They're mass produced and ineffective. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. I know. <laughs> you fucking just said it's chewy, you jerk off. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong at all here. Yeah. You got one more in you? I do. Okay. I do. Job of the Hut. Okay. Job of the Hut. Uh, this is another specific beer. Yeah. Uh, and it is by East End. Okay. Uh, a local Pittsburgh brewery here. Oh, yes. Good brewery. Yeah. Fat Gary. Oh, all right. Not brown ale. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fat Gary. Yeah, okay, I can see that. He looks like a Gary. He looks like, well, <laughs> he's fat and brown, and, you know, fat Gary is a big, big brown, brown ale. Big brown go. ale. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense to me. All right, so I got, I got one more. Do it. And I think this is this is going to be very, this will either be <laughs> very poignant, <laughs> or it'll be very stupid because episode eight may change things. <laughs> So, so that means I'm I am going to be taking a character from the new movies. Okay, which is fine. That's uh, allowed. Yeah, it's allowed, and I th- I think it's important because you know we're talking we're talking episode eight week. Right. I think 
maybe we should talk about an episode eight character. This may, I don't know what happens with this character because we haven't seen the movie yet. <laughs> so you could be dead right or dead wrong. Yeah, I could be dead right or dead wrong. <laughs> I, I like how you're swinging for the fences on as, this one. As far as episode seven, I think this is proper. Okay, all right. Uh, but I'm going to go with Kylo Ren. All right. And I think the beer that best represents Kylo Ren is a black IPA. Okay, what's your thought process on that? The thought process on that is, on first look, just looking at Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. or at a black IPA, you think it's a big imperial uh-huh. stout. But when you get right down into it, it's just a bitter little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 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 I like that. I don't I don't know what happens with his character in episode eight, so I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. We're going to have to find out. There may be a swing. I uh, we'll find out when we go see it right. at some point. I on don't think Netflix. we're gonna do. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna do a review episode on that. No, <laughs> no, no. I don't know enough about Star Wars to do an entire episode on it. Well, I mean, just like if we reviewed the. No, there's all this nuance and stuff. What about this new Starcraft? This AT one four five blah blah blah. I don't know. Show me the pretty. <laughs> you, so you feel like you're not you're not well I, equipped enough. To, I am not okay. well. I am not immersed enough into the universe get to you. get into a a lengthy conversation on it. I get you. I cannot hold my own. I would be out of my element. Okay. Okay. So uh, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Because I think it. I think people who aren't super well because I, I don't think I'm that well versed in it either. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe it's okay if us dum dums. Keep our mouth shut from anything high level. Let the experts take care. <laughs> let, let let somebody who's a much bigger nerd than us right talk about that. Right. We'll stick to our, our things that we're big nerds about. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All let, right. I'm good with that. Let the Pittsburgh nerd point take care of that. What we can take care of though. What yes. we can talk about. Yes. We can talk about this Mad River John Barleycorn Barley Wine. Say that five times fast. I wanted to try to. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a stumble. <laughs> Mad River Brewing, John Barleycorn, Barley Wine. <laughs> nice. Well done. Yeah. That sounds... <laughs> that... I don't know how that doesn't sound like a snake oil. I know. It, yeah. <laughs> it, it seems like it should have some completely ridiculous label. Yeah. You know, old-timey label. Well, I mean, th- that label's pretty old-timey-ish. It is, but it's yeah. not snake oil level. Right, yeah, no. It, it should be called a tincture. Yeah. Some dude, seen, some dude should come with a horse-drawn cart to sell it to you. <laughs> you ever seen the, the – there's two two products that I think of when I think of that. Number one is PB Blaster. Okay. You ever see the can of PB Blaster? Yeah, yeah. The I label is just, just strewn with just noise. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other one is Marvel Mystery Oil. That one I don't know. I'm sorry. That one is – that's literally the name of it. Okay. Marvel Mystery yeah, Oil. I, I, yeah, I just never seen it. So and it's just an old-timey can of yeah. lubricant. Okay. Yeah. Well, Those are yeah. the two things that it, it, if you saw that, like, no, that's snake oil. <laughs> that's the, what this bottle needs to be looking like. But it's good. Yeah, I like no, I yeah, like this barley wine. Yeah. I like it. Come get your John Bonacone barley wine. There you go. It'll kill your eggs, your shakes. <laughs> then you can put it on your eggs. No, that's good. Yeah, no, I enjoy it. I, I still haven't pinpointed the candy. It's It's just very much like there's a bitter orange candy out there that is... It's it's like a hard sugar. This is gonna bug the crap out of you, isn't it? It's gonna drive me nuts. Okay. And I'm pretty sure it's probably like some sort of old people candy. You know what drives me nuts? Huh? The steering wheel in my pants. Oh my god. <laughs> Ugh. You're just stealing jokes from sixth grade now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> drives me nuts. <laughs> this beer's good. Yeah, this is a good beer. I, I think this is a good representation of a barley wine. 
Because mm-hmm. it, it, it is boozy. No right. doubt about it. Right. But it's not overpoweringly boozy. No. And it has, like, the more I drink it, the less that burn mm-hmm. is present. You kind of get used to the, the heat. You get used so to it. it. Yeah, it dissipates. Yeah. Uh, it definitely it definitely has, like, the fruitiness in there. Mm-hmm. And, like I said, it's more of a citrus fruit than, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, other, other barley wines are kind of, they sometimes bend towards, you know, red fruit. Type deals like berries and such. This kind of this kind of has almost like an orange zest. Yeah, this has an orange zest about feel it. to it. Yeah. yeah, I like it. So I like I, it too. I think that means we're gonna have to go to the podium on these. Yeah, it's time to rank the podium. So uh, for those remembering what we had or not remembering what we had, uh, we had uh, a beer from Bain, Stillwater, and Mad River. It's not from Bain. It's from Balebreaker. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> well, yeah. Promote it properly, and then, right, you, are then you can make the correct. Uh, Once you promote the beer properly, then you can <laughs> make the jokes. <laughs> no, it was the the Bale Breaker IPA. Yeah, it was the Stillwater Artisanal Pale Ale. Yes. and the Mad River Brewing John Car- John Bollycorn Bollywine. May or may not be snake oil. Yes, <laughs> well, <laughs> sold by snake oil salesman. <laughs> that is legitimately. Good. I'm, I'm I'm telling you, 200 years ago. <laughs> This would have had cocaine. It would have. <laughs> and probably a little bit of opium in it. Yeah. Oh, they definitely. Only, they only use a little bit of opium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take the edge off. Yeah. So I, I'll, I'll go ahead and rank them. Isn't that just a giant speedball? Yes. Okay. <laughs> in, in tincture form. Nice. All right. Give me your rankings. So, uh, I, to no surprise, I believe it's going to be that the Stillwater Micro, mm-hmm. the pale ale, that is going to come in bronze. Yeah. It's just a really boring, unremarkable. I I didn't like it. I didn't like the flavor of it. I didn't see a use for it. I don't know. Just not something I would have in my rotation at all. I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you give it to kids. <laughs> if you're in Europe. <laughs> like if you're sitting down at an Italian dinner. Right. You that's, just give it to the 15-year-old. Exactly. That, that's how I... That's how I take the onus off of us. I push it out of America and say, if you're in Europe, give it to kids, yeah. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I like that. Well, I mean, they are distributed in yeah. Europe, so that's, right. that's legitimate. And we're listening to in Europe, yeah. so it's, that's legitimate. It's their, it's a table beer, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that, all right. That, that's a supposedly a new fad coming around. That's not going to happen. Table beer? Yeah. Table that's... beer, ta- uh, just real quick, we'll do this real quick. Table beer is actually beer that has even less alcohol than 4.5%. It's around 3 to Three to two. Okay. And it's meant to be just beer that can be served to the entire family. Oh, okay. So it's yeah. like a Rattler kind of setup. Even less. Uh, but, I mean, it's still beer beer. Right, it's, right. You're okay. not mixing. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's not a Rattler or a Shandy where you're mixing anything together. Oh, it's, it's just, just a very low ABV. Yeah, super low ABV. It's oh. not a kombucha either. Oh, it's okay. just It's just beer that's supposed to be able to serve to the entire family. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we might have to do a little further research on that for a few. We can do f- further research, and maybe if I care enough, yeah. a table beer sounds boring as hell. Right, and that's what the micro was. Right, <laughs> it was boring <laughs> as hell. So I, I'm not interested in table beer. I'm not interested in the micro again. Yeah, somebody else can go enjoy it. Maybe. Yeah, not me. The bronze or the silver actually might surprise you. Okay, I'm gonna pick the uh, Mad River Brewing. Really, barley wine. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That does surprise me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, even though I do like my big boozy beers and everything like that, mm-hmm. um, this one is just, I don't know, it, something about it doesn't come through for me. 
hmm, that I, I don't want I don't want more of it necessarily. I like it as I like just having a bottle of it. I got you. And I could see it pairing well with certain foods. Mm-hmm. But I don't see it pairing with a lot of foods. It's got a very narrow focus. Yeah, it seems to be very narrowly focused. Like we've already said before, it has that citrus profile to it. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily something I look for in my barley wine. It's, you know, I, I didn't dis, I didn't dislike it. Right. It just seems like this one's more narrowly focused gotcha. than other barley wines. Other barley wines, I want to sit down with a steak. I don't want to steak with this one. Okay. I want, like, fish, maybe. You That's know? fair. That's but, fair. like, other barley wines, I can be, like, steak, ribs, chicken, yeah. <laughs> anything, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the the citrusness about this one kind of just fish, I guess, maybe scallops. Okay. And even then, even then, I would find it hard to pair those together because this has such a big flavor profile. I wouldn't want an overpowering, subtle seafood. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I see where you're going yeah. with that. So, that would be a very delicate balance to try to do something yeah. like that. No, I get that. I guess this would go really good with salad, because it would block out salad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. We found a new use for it. Yeah. <laughs> block out salad. Um, so, gold, I'm going to give to the uh, Bale Breaker Leota May. Mm-hmm. I think that, that was just a really well-made beer. And it did everything right. It's well balanced. It doesn't. It's not insistent upon itself in any way. Right. I know. I said before. I didn't really see it as like a day drinker or anything like that. But I think it has. It's definitely definitely is well used for pairing with food or in any kind of way. Okay. You know, I, I think it would go well with food. Well, that's food. <laughs> food. Just food. <laughs> Anywhere from filet mignon to onion rings. Just food. Whatever. <laughs> Put it in your face. Yeah. But it's just a, it's a really good, well-made beer. I just like it. Cool. Yeah. Go on ahead. All right. Uh, I'm going to make this real quick and easy. Bronze Micro. Same complaints as what you had. Yeah. It's It it does nothing for me. Yeah. It, it's not even, it doesn't even put in the effort to offend me. <laughs> Didn't even have the balls to put enough hops in to make me mad. Right. It, it was just there. It, yeah. It, I, I'm I'm not gonna say anything more because I don't want to keep bashing it because we've bashed it pretty good. It, it just didn't do anything for me. Yeah. Silver, I, I'm going to go. I I'm gonna go Bale Breaker. Okay. I'm gonna go Leota May IPA. For an IPA, it's pretty decent. Pretty yeah. decent. Yeah. And I I can I can appreciate this beer, and that says a lot. It says a lot that I can appreciate right. the beer because there's a lot of IPAs that are just stupid. <laughs> They're just stupid, and they make me mad, and I hate the bitterness. Right, it makes me bitter. <laughs> I don't hate this beer, and the fact that an IPA, I don't hate it. That's good. Yeah, it, it strikes a, a decent balance. Okay, between that maltiness and the hop. With that being said, the Mad River, uh, the John Bobby Cohen Bobby Wine. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, the Barley Wine by Mad River. It's it's the gold medal beer for me. Okay, I liked it. Yeah, I, it yes, it's a barley wine. Yes, it's a big boozy beer. But it I I've had the issue with barley wines from time to time where they just to be seem to be too much. I get you. This is not too much. This is not overpowering. This does not try to just punch you in the face with booze, similar to the way some some IPAs would punch you in the mouth with hops. This is just a good multi beer with a lot of alcohol in it. Yes, it kind of has that alcohol burn on the back end. 
but I'm that's okay not what that. dominates it. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, Correct. I agree. With, I agree with you there. There, you definitely still get flavor out of it. Right. Right. That. Yeah. That is not the first thing that you notice after you had your first sip is the boozy finish. So for that, that was it in the gold medal position for me. Cool. 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 There you go. All right then. Well, moving forward, we'll go to our social media plugs and everything like that. Sure. Uh, if you want to find us on social media, just search Hop Nation USA and you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook, as it's called, amongst 40 plus year olds. Drop the the. It's cleaner. See, now that's another David Fincher. That's two David Fincher movies in an episode. What was the first one? Seven. Seven. Yeah, you're right. Yep. If you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast, then you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and Google Music Play, and you just have to search Hop Nation USA there. We there. We there. And you can email us questions and everything to hopnationusa at gmail.com. And please visit the website hopnationusa.com. So, a uh, friendly note on that, if you haven't been there before, we do reviews on there on beers that we don't necessarily do on the show. So right. there is extra content there beyond just episodes and things like that. So definitely go check us out. Yep. Extra content and all of our episodes are on there as well. Yeah. So please check us out. And that's all I got for this episode. I think Thanks, that's all. Santa DeVore. Yes. Thank you, Santa DeVore. We, we got to get moving on that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Carnosaur. <laughs> but with Santas. <laughs> yeah, wait. Are the Santas the one that eat people? Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Another question for another time. Yeah, we could have a whole other episode on that yeah. one. Happy drinking, everybody. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.